Where can you step up in the past where you've been fearful? What fear can you walk through that is in accordance with deservingness? In fact, the energetic beneath instant magnetism is stepping through fear. That's all it is. From To Be Magnetic, this is the Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As the leading destination for neural manifestation, we dispel the woo-woo in order to help you create real, tangible results based on neuroplasticity, psychology, epigenetics, and energetics. Our goal is to normalize the practice of manifestation and empower you to get into the driver's seat of your life in order to manifest the experiences, relationships, and things that most align with your authenticity. Part of our manifestation process entails expanding past your limiting subconscious beliefs. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast with interviews from experts, thought leaders, spiritual teachers, scientists, and those with neural manifestation success stories, you're starting the process of expanding your subconscious in order to see to believe that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, the process begins. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Expanded, Jessica here. We are in week three of the Unblocking Challenge. I'm sure you guys have heard of us talk about it by this point, but we are taking our core wound through five different DIs to really unblock and start to implant a new empowering belief and face all the emotions coming up around that block in order to connect with our manifestations on the other side. And this week we release the Fear Deep Imagining. And so we thought the best way to support you guys through this was to re-release our How to See Manifestation Results episode. So in this episode, we really dig down deep and get to the root of how to manifest effectively, quickly to start reading patterns within your process and how to start creating instant magnetism now and how you really can create massive magnetism by stepping through your fears. So if anyone is either new to this work and wants to really see results more quickly, if you've been doing this work for a while and maybe have gotten out of touch with it and are needing a reminder of how you can dive back in, or if you're navigating just turbulent times in general and needing to ground into your practice, have something to lean back on during any difficult times, this is going to be the episode for you. We also have some tips from the coaches where they're sharing their biggest tips on how to see manifestation results as well, based off of the incredible results they are seeing with their clients. And we thought it's a perfect time with a fear DI release. You can really distill down after listening to the episode. What is that big fear that you're afraid to step through? And how can you start to practice that in the deep imagining this week? It's going to be so powerful. And for anyone who hasn't joined the challenge yet or has been thinking about joining the pathway, now is the time. We are having our biggest summer sale where you can lock in the absolute lowest rate of the season. The sale ends on July 15th, so be sure to sign up soon. You can spin the spinner and become a part of the entire all-access pathway membership. 
And don't forget, it's not too late to join the unblocking challenge either. That challenge will be available in the pathway until September. So even if you're on vacation or busy this week or busy this weekend or doing something over the holidays, you can sign up for the challenge if you're not a member yet. And then if you are a member, just mark on your calendars when you want to start the challenge and start walking through this process in order to connect with your manifestations on the other side. And stay tuned for a really powerful manifestation story that has already come through from someone going through the unblocking challenge to give you the extra boost and motivation to keep going in the outro. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And now a word from our partners. Guys, we have a very, very exciting announcement to make about one of our incredible sponsors here at To Be Magnetic on the Expanded Podcast. So Blue Blocks has now outgrown the name Blue Blocks and is launching their rebrand of Bond Charge. Blue Blocks actually started as just a pair of blue light blocking amber glasses, and they have since gone on to create so many other wellness and biohacking products that really support your system to get back into its natural rhythm. And because of that, Blue Blocks is just not a fitting name for them anymore. And so they've really expanded, outgrown, and are rebranding into Bond Charge. So anywhere you've heard us talk about Blue Blocks, we are talking from now on about Bond Charge. And I love a good symbolism when it comes to rebrands and names. So the reason they chose Bond Charge is because Bond equals good and charge equals energy. So the ethos for the entire company is about natural good energy that you can create within your body and bring to life your optimal state of living. I really love the new direction that Bond Charge is going in because they're continuing to expand and create products that are super science-backed and inspired by what our natural rhythms and cycles are in life, but modern life kind of interferes. And they're expanding their range of premium wellness products to help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance your hormones, reduce inflammation. The list goes on and on. One of my very favorite products from Bond Charge is their blackout sleep mask. Because I live in a big city of Los Angeles, there is tons of light pollution getting in through our blinds at night. Even the full moon the other night this week was seeping through my blackout shades. Somehow it was making its way through the cracks in the side. And when we have blue light coming through from whether it's street lamps or our appliances or even the full moon brightening through your window, it can disrupt our sleep patterns and prevent us from dropping into that deep REM sleep that is so, so helpful and effective for recharging and replenishing our body and our brains. So I love their blackout sleep mask. I've been using it for years. I'm obsessed. It is so silky soft and smooth. I use the blackout contoured sleep mask, which is super lightweight, very breathable. It's adjustable and it has the eye cups. So it's not smushed against your face. It's not causing wrinkles. It's very, very smooth and gentle onto your face and blocks 100% of blue light. Whereas a lot of face masks, they're still letting light in. They're still letting things kind of creep in. This blocks 100% of blue light. And they're also fantastic when you're doing deep imaginings. 
So if you really want to drop into a more relaxed state, you can block out any outside light by slipping on one of these eye masks. And it's at a super affordable rate as well. They also have their cotton blackout sleep mask, which is what my fiance uses, and their classic blackout sleep mask as well, which is Velcro based in the back instead of the strap. It's been so helpful for our sleep. I don't think I could ever fall asleep deeply enough without it. And I recommend it and I'm constantly gifting it to friends and family because it's a game changer when it comes to sleeping throughout the night. Be sure to check out any of Bond Charge's other incredible wellness products, such as EMF blocking, their blue light blocking glasses, their blue light blocking sunglasses, and some really fun products that will be launching in the next few months. And we have a special code for podcast listeners. Use the code MAGNETIC to save 15% off. So check out bondcharge.com. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. And use the coupon code MAGNETIC, all caps, M-A-G-N-E-T-I-C, for 15% off your order. I know you guys have heard us talk about Beekeepers Naturals and I'm still so enthralled with the company and the products they have and ethos and just quality of the ingredients when it comes to all things bees. You can hear our incredible episode with Carly Stein, the founder, and how it really came to be getting the most organic propolis, honey, bee pollen, royal jelly on the market and giving the bees the best quality of life possible on all organic farms. But one thing that I've been using in my routine lately is the propolis throat spray. So a lot of times, especially during the seasons when different flowers are in bloom in Los Angeles and it can get a little dustier out, I always get a really scratchy throat. And because I'm recording podcasts all the time, I need to be able to speak as eloquently as possible. So I find myself turning to the Be Immune Propolis Throat Spray. It's also something that I highly recommend to friends, especially if we're going to be in social settings coming up this summer, whether that's music festivals or outdoor barbecues. If I'm going to be around a lot of people and talking a lot, I make sure to have this on hand to just help boost my immune, soothe my throat, and fight any bacteria germs that might be getting in the back of my throat. So I use four sprays in the back of my throat. I kind of angle it two on one side, two on the other. And it's super high-grade bee propolis, always free of any artificial colors, preservatives, fillers, alcohol, GMOs, refined sugars, and 100% natural. They've also launched a new product, their Beekeepers Naturals Propolis Nasal Spray. So if you're someone who has a stuffy nose, you're in allergy season, and you're looking for a natural alternative to some of the more harsh products out there, I highly, highly recommend this. And what I absolutely love about the Beekeepers Naturals products is that they utilize all parts of the hive and the propolis, which is in the throat spray and the nasal spray, is sort of like the bees antibacterial. They use it in the hive to keep the hive clean and free of viruses and germs. And it also contains so many vitamins and minerals. So propolis contains important vitamins such as B1, B12, B6, C, and E, and minerals such as magnesium, calcium, potassium, potassium, sodium, copper, zinc, manganese, and iron. You can read more about the incredible benefits of propolis 
but it is game changer, especially when you're coming up against viruses. The first place we tend to get sick a lot of times is by inhaling something into our sinal passages or to the back of our throat. And so if we're able to keep some vitamins and support back there to soothe those passages with a nasal spray or throat spray, you're going to be in good condition and have a fantastic and healthy summer. And we're offering you an incredible discount code for any of the Beekeepers Naturals products. If you go to beekeepersnaturals.com TBM or enter the code TBM, you can get 25% off your total order or enter code TBM at checkout for 25% off your products. All right, on to the episode. Today we're going to cover how to see manifestation results. Welcome, Lacey. Hi. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Yes. We were talking internally, you know, on the team about how can we really give someone excitement and our best sort of tips in how to see results and the best way to navigate. This is a great episode for anyone who's been doing the work for a while or someone who's just starting and figuring out how they can sort of fast track and focus on the most important things in manifesting. This is going to be the episode for you. Absolutely. As always, kicking us off with a quote, Manifestation is a dance with the universe that asks us to release your limiting beliefs, raise your self-worth to levels, and step into deservingness. So I kind of, when I was going through this and thinking of all the different tips and tricks and teachings from you, Lacey, and, you know, our insight that we know from working with Dr. Tara and all of the insight we have from the coaches as well, it seems like there's sort of two ways to bring through results. It's instant magnetism, which is like those micro boosts of heightening your magnetism and then being in full alignment with your manifestation. And then the big manifestation comes through. Do you kind of see it in that way? I do. And the one other that I would add to that would be rock bottoms. I certainly have seen that a lot in my life. And then when I practice with people that it's not exactly instant magnetism because We know with a rock bottom, you're being rock bottomed in order to very quickly raise your deservingness and self-worth to align with your manifestation. Whereas instant magnetism, which we'll probably get into deeper, is about doing the action steps needed to generate a little bit of magnetism. So I definitely see it with rock bottoms as well, because that's one of those sweet spots where what you've been calling in consciously or unconsciously is orbiting you and it's needing to connect with you quicker than you're growing your self-worth. Therefore, like a bird being pushed out of its nest, you're being rock bottomed to meet it. That's so interesting because I think rock bottom is one of those things that brings people to the work so often. And I wonder, do you think it's because in the rock bottom there's probably a number of things that you're holding on to that maybe you have received pings that you should drop or you've seen the red flag or you weren't really able to finally let go of that thing. And so the universe sort of pulls the rug out from under you being like, cool, you weren't able to detach from this thing on your own. I'm going to detach it for you. Do you think that makes people more open then to, okay, what now? 
I see it more as I see, yes, that that's a version of it. But reading energetics, I actually see it more as you have healed certain aspects of your life. So in the equation, we always talk about in manifestation, that manifestation is actually incredibly simple. Theoretically, you have to have three things in motion. You have to be unblocked enough, meaning that whatever block that's living in your subconscious has been healed enough. And then the second piece is that you have to be expanded enough, meaning that your subconscious has seen to believe outside of the programming, the trauma, or the stories you grew up with, that what you want is possible. And the third step is self-worth, deservingness, action. So it means passing the tests or whatever. So when I read energetics with it, I actually tend to see that two pieces of the equation tend to be in motion, but one's missing. And what you have been asking for is very close. It's in your like direct vortex of orbit, but you're not acting fast enough. It's like if a plane's trying to land and for whatever reason, you don't have the runway open for it to come through. You're needing to move something out of the way or do an action or expand. So when the rock bottom comes, typically one of those things are needing to happen faster. And that's what parlays into what you were saying. Most often than not, it's usually the piece of passing the final test. A great way to look at this is I'll take myself, for example, money would always be a really hard one for me because that was a big Achilles heel, having the rug pulled out from under me, a lot of lack programming growing up and watching it reinforce constantly with, you know, my parents, that when it came to big moments of up level in career and finances, I would always be kind of keeping it pretty safe, staying in my trauma, staying in my loops, even though I knew I had to take action to say yes to that bigger thing and to get out of my comfort zone, but I wasn't doing it because I was still stuck in my trauma. I still, you know, my response and being scared. So therefore the universe would rock bottom something to make it happen. I've had countless examples of that. May it be losing a job, losing a big, you know, opportunity, cancel culture. Like it's, I've had it over and over and over again, because it's probably been the thing for me up until I'd say like, a year and a half ago that it continued to happen because something that I've been asking for was right there, but I just could not meet it because I was still a little stuck in my safe zone of trauma. And what does, like, I'm trying to think actionably, and I'm thinking back to times that I've moved into that rock bottom too, because of that dynamic when you are still sort of stuck in those old trauma loops, it's almost like the feeling for me, it shows up as I feel comfortable here. I know I really shouldn't do it this way, but like I don't, I'm too scared to try it somewhere else. Yes, that's all. That's usually the case. And so the beautiful news as someone, you and I, who people who have been through and gotten to the other side and manifested things like your beautiful relationship and me, many things in life, there's always magic on the other side. So if you find yourself in a current rock bottom, just know you're there because you're, you're very close to a manifestation and seeing results, which is what we're talking about today. So for the person who's trying to find their manifestation results coming out of a rock bottom or navigating through a rock bottom, what would be one tip, would you say, for someone to really look at, you know, because they're trying to find what piece of that triangle they're missing and how they can really super speed it. So what would be one 
tip you would say that would really help that process to get to the next level? The key, key one for me, and if I were working with someone, because it kind of individuates based on which of those are happening. But I would say if you're up against something really painful, relational-based, or a dynamic based of relationships, I would say staying in your grace. So in our rock bottom workshop, that piece of like, I don't even know if I still have it termed this way, but I would kind of call it like the southerner version of like eating shit with a fork and like staying in your grace, having your grace expanders. So in it, I talk a lot about like when you're going through a rock bottom, you're usually faced with situations that are trying to get a reaction out of you. Seeing if you'll act in the same low self-worth patterning that you have in the past that can look like people who are breaking up that tend to want to be vengeful or get back or in cancel culture, like, you know, defending your, your stance that it's not, you know, there's so many ways that this can look relationally and actually looking to your grace expanders and inhabiting them and staying in your grace. So that's a key piece for the relational version, I would say, is really magnetic because it's probably very different than you've behaved in the past and very hard while you're going through an extremely traumatic experience. (laughs) So I guess if I deduce the energetics of that, that play into all of a rock bottom, it's looking at where am I most afraid and what is my biggest pain point right now? And how do I do the opposite than I have in the past? So if that's lack what can I do in this moment that's abundance and not fake spiritual bypass abundance of like running up debt and stuff if it's say money related. But like this is something I used to practice with clients when they felt the most strapped. I had them do a couple of techniques that it was all based on energetics. It had nothing to do with superstitious manifestation practices, but I would have them start to hand out money, even if it's a dollar to the homeless guy on the street, needing that energy to flow because you're not used to doing? Where can you step up in the past where you've been fearful? What fear can you walk through that is in accordance with deservingness? That's going to be the thing that helps you navigate it the quickest. I love that. It's funny. I was even talking to Daniel last week about, you know, looking for grace expanders, handling like difficult situations as he, you know, manages a bunch of clients and all of those things. And uh, he started rewatching Friday Night Lights and he was like, Coach Taylor is a grace expander because he has, I know (laughs) he has like the town getting on him to like perform a certain way. And then the players are, are fighting and sort of battling with him and he's able to keep that center composure and understanding of, okay, I don't have to be taken over with the tide of everyone's opinion and feelings towards me. I can keep my center and stay steady through this and, you know, be respectful and graceful at the world around me without taking it all in. That is such a good example, such a good example. And it looks different for different people. Usually it tends to be the opposite of how you tend to behave because usually the way we're behaving is to be liked or loved, you know, it's people pleasing. So it's kind of honestly Christ consciousness. Like you hear about that in spirituality a lot. Like the story of Christ essentially was going around even when the most chaotic and painful things were happening to Christ, he was able to stay in his grace. 
oh, tremendously. Yeah. So that's what they call Christ consciousness, which, you know, there's a word for that energetic amongst many spiritual practices, whether it's Buddhism, you know, it's finding that center, that composure, that deserve. And when I say deservingness, it's not egoic. It's that it's more of that energy of like the Buddhist, the Christ consciousness, the grace. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so let's pivot a little bit into instant magnetism. So this is sort of like your quick boost of magnetism. I sort of see instant magnetism as well as something to tap into when you're trying to bolster your trust muscle with your manifestation practice. So if you're new to this work and you're not sure if you can really rely on it or you don't, you haven't really seen a big thing come through yet and you're like, I need some sort of sign that I am in communication with the universe, this kind of helps you bolster that trust muscle a bit. You can use it as motivation to continue continue to step forward. I love that tip. That's tremendous. And we need to add that to all of our instant magnetism literature (laughs) ASAP. That's brilliant because what a great way to start to see a little bit of results that you can build your trust muscle and start to really make this practice work for you. That's so, so, so smart and so helpful. I love this one too, because this is where we have in the work, you can write a mini manifestation list. These are your smaller manifestations, like manifesting a free cup of coffee. We always use as an example, or, you know, little physical items on your list. This is a great place where you can potentially manifest those things. But the steps to really creating that instant magnetism is saying no and setting boundaries That's a huge one. You almost notice it, I think, because so many people have difficulty with boundaries that just the act of having healthy ones creates that magnetism because we're all sort of so disconnected from it. And then taking action and jumping off cliffs, you know, leaning into something that we were afraid of doing, like like you were saying earlier, Lacey, you're in that old trauma loop of this feels safe. I'm kind of scared to do that other new thing why don't you just try that new thing once and see how it goes and see what happens? Like if you're so scared of paying for things outside your budget, let's say, one that I've definitely had to deal with for sure. One way I'll get instant magnetism is I'll buy my friends coffee and I'll get a meal out that day. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, now I'm over the budget. But instead of freaking out about it, I'm like, no, I just took action and magnetism's coming. And then I'll notice shortly after something will come through. And yeah, again, not to be confused for the listener, she's not doing it to get more money. She's doing it to show the universe, hey, I'm worth this because I've done the work behind it and now I'm taking action on it. So you've done the, or you're at least working on the subconscious piece of it because something to note, just like boundaries, we always say, or instant magnetism If you are just running around saying no, yeah, sure, you might get more tests coming your way. So it looks like, well, I've created magnetism, but you're not actually doing the subconscious work to back it up. You're not expanding. You're just going to keep running into, say, let's take dating, the same type of experience over and over and over again. So just don't confuse it with oh, if I take action, it's going to result in this. In fact, the energetic beneath instant magnetism is stepping through fear. That's all it is. What are you fearing in this exact moment? Step through that. So it's not 
I don't know why it's coming to me so strongly right now that a new listener could be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Chalk it up. Like this is the manifestation step I need. Kind of like that old spiritual bypass version. Like if I start to do this with my vision board, X, Y, and Z is going to come. No, the energetic of instant magnetism is what is the fear that's right in front of me that I can take action to walk past. And then based on how much I fear it, so the greater the fear, the more magnetism it'll produce instantly. I love that. I was trying to think of examples of situations of this coming through too. And just to highlight that this might not very specifically relate to your manifestation list, but it is helping create your trust muscle and create on your unblocking and all of the other components that are going to help pull your manifestations in. So for my example, I said that, and this isn't written on my list, but it's obviously something I kind of, I guess, subconsciously want to work out. I'll be planning, you know, our, our calendar for our guest list for the podcast. And I'll have certain people that I'm, I'm reaching out to and trying to schedule and all of this stuff. And someone will pop in maybe with like a huge following and has like a lot of shiny bells and whistles, but just doesn't quite feel aligned for the podcast. And the fear that comes up is, well, you know, you got to schedule someone in there and blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's my own sort of internal insecurity of making sure we have the best people on the podcast. And I'll say, you know what? It doesn't feel aligned. I need to trust my gut. Even though this leaves like a blank spot in the calendar, I trust that we will find someone perfectly aligned and we won't need to settle. And then someone even bigger than that will reach out to us to be on the podcast. I was literally going to use this example. I'm so glad you said it because it's something so simple, but also huge, you know, because it's it's how we deliver information to you all and, you know, trying to make sure this is up-leveling and growing and we're sticking to that. And a great example recently was Mel Robbins, right? The mm-hmm. moment we said no to somebody, her team pitched her and we're like, wow. <laughs> Love Mel, yes. It was, you know, <laughs> such a manifestation. So I think that's a great example. And it just goes to show like any facet, any area of your life, this is all happening in as mundane as that can sound. It really is. There's opportunity all of the time. And it just is coming down to pain points and the fear around your pain points. Because ultimately, again, I'm going to say it until we're all blue in the face. The universe's only intention is to get us back into our whole worthy selves. When we're in our total whole worthy selves, we don't have insecurity. I mean, not that we don't have insecurities because humans do. As just, you know, a totally whole being, we're not really looping on those things anymore when we're fully integrated. And I'm not saying that all of us are going to attain this in this lifetime. It's really the journey of. And that's why we're constantly dancing with the universe. And so that's such a good example of like perfectionism, fear coming up and like, oh my gosh, this is a big person. Should I say no? And, and we take the liberty and we do. And, and then somebody even more aligned and even more interesting to our audience and ourselves presents. It's kind of wild when those things happen. You're like, whoa, magic is real. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And it happens sometimes same day, right? It'll happen literally same, same week, same couple of days, same day. It's bananas. It really is really quite crazy. But I think I love that key there is your instant magnetism comes from stepping through your fear. So going in and doing that work and knowing what you're working on on blocking will be very clear of, okay, these are the fears I'm trying to work through and overcome. Okay, this is the action now I can take based off that fear. And then that's your track forward. Totally. 
Okay, and now the full spectrum, which is being in full alignment with your manifestation. So that's our triangle of unblocking, expanded, and then passing tests slash taking aligned action, all of those things to be in motion. But what are some sort of tips for each of those steps? So let's say we look at, and this is when the manifestation comes through, when all of these are in a flow and in a sync. So unblocking, what would help our unblocking process move along faster? How can we commit to it more clearly? What are some tips you might have around that? The daily practice. Yes. It's that simple. Like the daily practice, journaling, taking accountability. That's a big one. I think that in today's culture, it's really hard to take accountability because we're constantly pointing the finger and trying to get mad at other people. And truthfully, if you want to speed up your unblocking process, and this isn't, you know, saying that you attract to things that are really traumatic. It's not that. It's just the more we take responsibility for what's showing up in our life, the more that we empower ourselves to get closer to what we actually want. So when things do happen in our life that are triggers, that's what we'll call them throughout the day, or they activate us, if we can go, how did I manifest this? Why is this showing up? And then go do the daily practice around it. You will super speed results. But with that said, you also have to take action and you have to expand. So if you really, really, really want to speed up the unblocking piece, I used to say this all the time, like way back when I was doing in-person workshops and stuff and having clients, I'm like, please keep a note in your phone or your notebook or your journal of daily stuff that came up for you that hit you and do the work on it. Watch how quickly you unblock in your life that piece and how fast you start to see results. I would guarantee that people listening, maybe they've been even pathway members for a bit and say they haven't been diligent or they've fallen off the horse. I do it all the time. I go in and out of the work, but I can guarantee if you're not seeing results right now, you haven't had a daily practice like that. You haven't had at least multi days in the week practice like that. There's no way because if you're steadfast on that and you're expanding and you're passing tests, you're manifesting. And I think one thing is like, it's the commitment to it because so many times I think, oh, I'm unblocking, but I'm sort of being a bit loosey goosey with it where a trigger will come up and then I'll do a DI and then maybe a couple of days later, something else will come up and I'll do a DI. But there's not this conscious awareness of, wait a second, what came up every single day, even if it's a small, tiny little thing. This is my roadmap. What is coming up is my roadmap to clear. So if I'm only clearing when things feel super intense, I might be missing a pattern that's happening. When you commit to the everyday or as many days as you can per week, it will be so obvious the blocks again and again and again. And it's asking you, okay, how can you approach this from so many different angles? That's why the daily practice is so great because you can go in, do the trigger DI, do shadow and inner child integration. You can do a reinforcing one. Like you can hit that theme 
of whatever the pain point is that you're trying to unblock from so many different angles. That's like the commitment to the unblocking, because I think you can trick yourself into thinking you're unblocking by only popping in when big things come up every couple days or weeks or whatever. But when you're intentional of what is this showing me every day? It's probably only one or two big things. And then that just needs to get covered from all angles in there. Yeah. And I like just to add to that, the pattern piece is humongous. It's so big because if you're not working with a coach or you're not asking questions when you get blocked through the Q&A service, you have to become your own pattern reader. That's the only way to understand like these bigger manifestations that you're leaping towards. That's the only way to truly, truly arrive at them is being able to understand what patterning you're in. So if you're the person who's in a job or right now, and you're wanting to totally pivot careers to your dream career, there's so many steps in between, you know, from like the bridge job and the expanders and taking all the actions necessary, unblocking all the programming you've heard of why you have to be in a safe job in order to be successful and loved. And then the piece around it all that will be like, oh my gosh, is the pattern. So maybe we should talk about patterns for a minute. And I know that, you know, Heather touches on patterns in this as a tip, like let's break down patterns a little bit because you have to become your own pattern reader. And in order to make that second nature, you have to have a practice. Exactly. So let's play Heather's tip about patterns. Hi, TBM community. This is Heather, one of the TBM coaches, and I'm here to not only share a personal practice, but also what I give to every single one of my clients on how to see manifestation results. So the first thing I ask people is what have you manifested in the past? Even if you didn't actually know you were manifesting, but think about some of the things that have come through big or small. What were you doing? It's so important to recognize our own patterns and what we did to receive because then we can look to see what is your fast track to magnetism, which is such a fun way to look at it because it makes you feel expanded by yourself, which I think that we should constantly check in to see how can we be our own expanders. So when we think about taking action, that is the no, That's the surrender, releasing attachment to outcome, following pings, jumping off cliffs, which really just means getting out of our comfort zone, and also setting boundaries. So if we look to see if those are actions, what actions of those have you done in the past to receive the things that you wanted? Can you start to list out the things that have come in and what you were doing to receive those so that you can see your pattern? Then you can look to see, what am I not doing right now? Oh, in the past, every time I release attachment to outcomes, something comes through. Okay, currently, I am trying to control. I am dog paddling. I am in desperation. So if I stop, if I find a way to release this idea of attachment to the outcome, this will give you an opportunity to have space, energetic space, for something to come through. I can say personally, this has happened to me every single time. That is my fast track. When I surrender, when I release attachment to outcomes, things always come in. Now, I want to remind you, 
You don't get to decide the order of what comes in for you. It's all based on your level of deservingness. So just remember that even though you're taking action and hopefully the intention behind the action is authentic, we do need to remind yourself that there needs to be a level of deserving. Now, I want to end this and finish it up with when you make your list, and this is my favorite way to do this, is when you make your manifestation list, again, it doesn't matter what type of category, whether it's a job, a home, a partner, or a tangible item, make sure you get specific on what you want. Then I want you to look to see why you want it. How is it going to make you feel if you have it? Lastly, how does it relate to your authentic code? When you can look at it like that, we can actually see that this is not coming from ego. It's not coming from a false sense of self-worth and it's not coming from lack, a feeling of without. It really is coming from your authentic self. When we look at it that way, we can actually get rid of the specific and just really focus on the feeling because then you know it's in total alignment. So just to go through that one more time, a way that myself and my clients see results is looking to see what you did in the past. Find your fast track to magnetism. Look to see what was the intention behind these actions. How is your list really about a feeling that you're looking for and how it relates to your authentic code? When I give my clients this particular breakdown, I am flooded with emails with things coming in saying, I figured out my fast track to magnetism and it is the best feeling. And I myself can say that my fast track is surrender. It's releasing attachment to outcome. Happy manifesting. Okay, so patterns is such a big part of super speeding and unblocking. So Lacey, how do you navigate, like when you're finding a pattern, what would be the first step to discovering your pattern? The first thing I want to say that I think is so important right now, as someone who this body of work is channeled through, I have to express, because I think that this is expansive in itself, that since having Teddy, this manifestation practice has been tremendously hard for me in the sense that my hormones were knocked and scrambled all over the place. I have this whole new thing I focus on all day long. Even if I have support, my ears always listening. I'm always going there to nurse. I'm always going there to help during the moments I have support. And I don't have that alone space time to sit and philosophize my patterns as much anymore. So I say all of this to say that I've reached a different plateau of where I literally have to start at step one again in this work. I have to go and look at now what is my authentic code that I'm literally, I've gone through a whole threshold. I'm a different person. I don't even know that right now. I literally can't answer that question at this moment. And it's like, I need to go take a weekend away to just do a deep dive to even get my foundational points in order. So to know my authentic code. And from that place, once I know that, I can filtrate through tests and lists that are coming through. I can cast my list based on, oh my gosh, all these things that I thought I wanted, they're not even important to me anymore. And this is great for anybody listening who's fallen off the wagon, who's just about to engage in this work. Step one, what's my authentic code right now? So I know that. Step two, that's going to help me decide what I want to call in, what I even want to fill my life and time with right now. 
And based on that, I need to find some expanders because I need that as this new person. I do have some women who are powerful as mothers, but I don't run at the same pace as them. I've just had to admit that with myself. I'm slower on this road than other people. I think (laughs) I've driven with Teddy solo out into the world because of nursing issues, et cetera, like six times and not very far. So it's like I'm navigating a whole new terrain of new self of new low self-worth, of not knowing what my ground is. So I say all of that because what I'm about to discover when I do this deep dive, which I'm going to be carving out for myself really soon, because I have a lot of patterns that continue to show up that I haven't discerned what they are and how they're connected, is that I am going to have to basically get to the root of all of that in order to start reading my patterns. So if you're a person this is a tangible tip right now where you're like, cool, I want to become my own pattern reader. Step one, please figure out your authentic code. Step two, cast your list based on that. So we have, when you get into the pathway, you do the authentic code, tiny little mini workshop to figure it out, move into how to manifest and start to figure out what you want to call in based on your code. It's going to make it so easy to understand how to just simply start creating instant magnetism through passing tests based on your authentic code, filtering them through that. When you know what you want to manifest, now you actually have a goal. You have something you can look at to go, wow, if I want that, I need to look at what's blocking me from it. So based on the blocking piece, that's where you're going to start to do the daily practice. And then you're also going to need to know this is the expansion I'll need to arrive there. And we also have in the daily practice, the expander DI. So it's like, once you know all of that, you're going to be able to start to read your patterns because you have a goal and you now know what blocks are connected to it. You know what expansion you're needing based on how you grew up, the programming you received, what you've witnessed. You're going to start to see from that place what's showing up in your life every day. So I feel like you need to have those foundations in place in order to become your own pattern reader. Because when you start to see at that point, wow, this thing keeps showing up that's testing me just like this thing. Let's say the commonality is boundaries. This friend keeps impeding on my boundaries, even though I said, look, like this is my priority. I don't have time for that. Or I'm saying no to this. And also my boss is doing it. The exact same type of energy. Once you start to see, whoa, I'm getting hit with the same type of triggers from different people, that's called a pattern. And when you look at the pattern, you can really decipher based on that pattern, oh, wow, I'm being tested in this way and needing this expansion to reach that manifestation. So you become your own pattern reader. And that is so, so, so key in manifesting if you're not working with one of the coaches, or again, you're not utilizing the Q&A service, become your own pattern reader. And in order to do that, you have to know your foundation. You have to know your authentic code. You need to know what you're calling in. Based on that, you're going to start to understand your blocks, and then you're going to start to understand your expansion needed. At that point, watch everything that starts to show up in your life from all different areas. Those are going to be connected, and they're called a pattern. And when you see that pattern present, 
after you have all that foundation and you're like, whoa, my boss is triggering me this way. My friend's doing the exact same thing. And then I was shortchanged money when I paid for something at the store. I need to take those three things and look at them in the daily practice and find out what that pattern is. And from there, you'll be able to go, cool, it's tied to this manifestation. If I pass those tests, if I unblock that subconscious loop, I then go and find the expander who exhibits this type of boundary and confidence. I'm going to manifest what I'm looking for. So that's how I approach reading patterns. I also luckily have the gift of reading them for other people very simply and for myself when I have my feet on the ground. But um, that's how I approach figuring out patterns and becoming my own pattern reader. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey, or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child, and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else, such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the Pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. And right now we have our biggest membership sale for the summer going on where you can access some of the cheapest offerings for the pathway for the entire year. This is for new or returning members only. It is not valid for any active plans. If you are up for a renewal soon, an email will be on the way. But for any of the new or returning members, you can spin the spinner and receive a code. That code gives you a special discount that you can use for the 12-month membership commitment. Again, this is a limited time offer for our summer sale that will only be available until July 15th. And right now we are in the middle of our unblocking challenge. You can join and start at any time where we're taking our core limiting belief and working through it from various different angles and deep imaginings each week to really get on the other side of that core wound and plant a new empowering belief and connect with our manifestations on the other side. You can click the link in the show notes or on the Tubi Magnetic website to spin the spinner and enter into the pathway for the lowest rate of the summer. Okay, now back to the episode. One thing too that really helps me is keeping a list in my journal of my pings, my tests and my triggers, and then any manifestation that comes through. And having those three lists kind of close to each other, I'm able to flip back and forth whenever I want to look at my patterns and kind of go, 
okay, I had a ping to do this, I listened to it and this happened or I didn't listen to it and then I got this test or then I had this trigger. All right, how did I navigate this test and trigger? Did I walk through it in my highest self version moving towards my goalpost or did I shrink back and was small how I you know, was in the past and how did that bring forth a manifestation or push me further away from it? And kind of looking at the commonality between all of those things, even though they may feel very separate, it all goes back to a very similar route. Like one thing I notice, especially when big manifestations come through, I have this really weird pattern <laughs> where when I pay a bill that I've been hesitating to pay, a financial abundance manifestation comes through. And it's happened now probably four times to the point where I hit send and I get a call or a text the next second that something else opened up. And I think part of it is, you know, leaning into the fact that I have a lack mentality of needing to hold on to my money. And once I realize I don't need to hold on to it, I can let it move in and out with a flow. Which is a great example for anybody listening, instant magnetism, like going through a fear. Yeah, it's going through that fear to do that. And it's also connecting with the part of me that feels empowered to make those decisions quickly that are for my own self-care. So like, let's say I'm paying off a trip that I'm going to go on, or maybe I'm paying for a massage for myself. I'm honoring something that says I'm worth doing this. My needs are important. I need to take care of myself. And that connects into the whole piece too. So when I look at the patterning, I'm like, okay, do something for my self-care pay for that thing in full with my money that I have and not going into debt on. And then the likelihood of a manifestation coming through after that is probably pretty high. I'm also doing the subconscious work and reprogramming all of that in the unblocking piece, but just to show you how sort of the energetics of that works. Yeah. And I think that's a really good other way to come at reading patterns. You know, I love keeping those lists. Yeah. And then when a manifestation comes through, I always recommend writing like free note section about what were all the steps that went into this coming through, because that can then be your roadmap when a new manifestation comes up. You just write out, I kind of just do it in like whatever comes top of mind. And then whenever I'm calling in something new, I look back at patterning for manifesting X. And I see, okay, wow, I did this, I did this. Oh yeah, I had that big test there. Oh, okay, that's what I needed to do there. Great. And you have this entire roadmap for the next time and you're your own expander, like Heather was saying. I completely agree with everything. I love that. Yeah, I think that this actual tool will be one of those tools that's going to actually help read patterns tremendously. And something else that I think is worth mentioning is When you start to figure out how to read the energetics around manifestation in your patterns, you'll see that there are different layers to it. So like layer number one, even getting in touch with your authentic code, what you're calling in, then your blocks and expanders. That's one thing to look at. And then the way to start, you know, engaging with your patterns based on that broader scope is what's coming up in my life. And then when you start to get a little bit more advanced, you're starting to actually manifest things that are coming through like Jessica's process. That's when you actually get like to the fine detail of reading energetics, in my opinion, because you get to start to, for anybody listening, if you hear little noises, it's just because Teddy's nursing. I'm just going to be straight up about that. Um, Magnetic 
moms of the world. Here's your expander. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, here we go. So I think that there are layers that you can start to approach, you know, reading your patterns. I think it's tremendously important doing this work. Yes, absolutely. And one other piece, you know, going back to sort of that full alignment of the manifestations, we really dove into a lot of ways you can super speed the unblocking, which is finding your patterning and looking at your blocks daily. One of the other ways is expanders. And we have a lot of education in the workshops on expanders, finding them, how to navigate with them, connecting with them in a deep imagining, how to try to follow them on social media and look at their content or reach out and in person. And I've always felt for me, you know, it's always great to have celebrity or influencer expanders because you can get like a taste of their life by viewing them online or someone in a TV show or something like that. But if I'm really having a hard time feeling expanded in a section, it's very important for my patterning to have someone I know in real life that is doing something in the same vein of. So A lot of times when I was working through lack and trying to move closer to abundance and all of that, I would always go for people who are making like the dream amount of money or have the dream home in the future or a little bit further out. And it wasn't until I made a list of, well, what's the financial sort of abundance I have at my access and at my disposal with the people that are around me right now? Is there something they do that is in abundance that I can look at and use as inspiration just to get to my next step through clearing lack. So I feel like one way to super speed the expansion is even if they're not perfectly where you want, if they're a little bit ahead of where you are, that's an expander. And it's so helpful to see them in real life because it kind of knocks you up that expander scale step by step faster. Could we be so bold as to call these bridge expanders. Ooh, I like that a lot. Right? I mean, that's essentially what it is. And fragment, of course. One piece I really love about what you're saying, and I've always agreed with this since the beginning of time, is in person will always expand much quicker. It's so fast when you can just be right there and see to believe and that your subconscious limiting beliefs can go like, oh, well, that person also breaks out. So they're normal or, you know, whatever. You can start to see their humanness on top of what you're being expanded in, of course. But when you start to see their humanness and their struggles in person, it just makes it so much faster that your subconscious limiting beliefs can catch up to them and just be expanded in it. It it is so much quicker, but I love that. Let's call those bridge expanders. Yes, bridge expanders, because they're, you know, and I think so many times people limit themselves or when they have difficulty finding the expander, it's because they're reaching for their highest self version, but on the path to your highest self, you can do bridge expansions, you know, those little micro ways of, okay, this isn't ultimately where I want to be, but it's a little bit higher than where I'm at. And since I can't get my ultimate expanders in person, let me utilize the tools at my disposal now to find expansion. And it really, really makes such a difference. And then the last piece for that full alignment is the passing test and taking action. And we sort of talked on that in the instant magnetism. It's how can I take action through walking through that fear and tests will naturally present in order for you to take action when the other pieces are in play. Is there any other tips for the aligned action you think would be helpful for super speeding that process? I think that I just have to give this disclaimer 
in my direct peer group, I see over and over and over and over again, people that are unable to read and take aligned action. And they do this work or they're familiar with it, but they're not following. (laughs) And so there are, I want to say, five women in my life right now that are seeking partners and seeking career experiences. And I just watch them run into the fire over and over again. And it's like, what is it that isn't allowed? And I think it comes down to desperation as the energetic desperate to fill the space they desire with something that they continue to not hold out for the great thing. And even though I've seen them in the past go through and pass tests, get into a magic dark, but they don't hold out and then they settle. And then it all starts over again in the sense that they settle so badly, like for an ex, that the universe is like, oh gosh, you're really not ready for the thing you've been calling in. I have to like take you through this process, meet you where you're at, essentially. So if I were to say something, just having witnessed that a lot recently, choose better for yourself. And if you're not choosing better for yourself, it's because you don't believe yet that you deserve better for yourself. The same way that you find and get into your grace expander. I used to always have this thing and I meant it, but I would be like, I'm a queen, you know? And so maybe finding your energetic that's going to allow you to no longer settle and to be able to take aligned action. So if it's, you know, like again, dating base, let's just take that example. What's your thing? You know, in rock bottoms, you have to find your grace expander, but in dating experiences, what is your thing? Mine was like, I'm a queen. I don't take that shit. Like I I always, I had this like whole inner dialogue that I had to work through because I used to take a lot of shit. (laughs) So it's like, once I figured that out, I just had to stick with it. And just as you talked about, Jessica, like what happens with the podcast, it started happening in dating where it was like, oh man, this is such a shiny carrot. I should just take it because it's the best I'm going to get. And I don't want to be alone anymore. Whatever is coming up when we're in those moments then I would be like, no, I'm a queen. And I know because my trust muscle is a little stronger than it used to be. I know that I can't settle for this. So maybe starting to find your expander your and your energetic for whatever the thing is that's coming up. And money, what would my thing be when I was like, I'm not going to settle for this? I would be like, I've been broke and I've been at the depths of a trust muscle with money fuck it. If I lose this, I understand that. And I know only better can come, you know, like I would find my energetic to hold on to. So if you can find your energetic to hold on to your thing that's going to, when you're faced with aligned action, which is usually passing a test, or it's usually jumping off of a cliff. If you can find that in those moments where you're really up against it, and channel into that, like get into that energy, even if it's blind faith, because you've done enough work to have, and you've seen enough manifestation to have a trust muscle, use that as your anchor. That would be the one thing that I can say, even when I'm in a scrambled position that I'm in now, like I don't even know left from right when it comes to what's happening in my patterns in manifestation, because I know so many are off, like I have so many tests and things to pass at this moment. If you can find your one energetic to ground into 
whatever it is that's coming at you, your pattern or your thing you're manifesting, and you can use that, you can dig into that and lean back on it and use it, it's going to speed up the process for aligned action. It really will. And it's crazy because I'll see, last week I was having a conversation with a woman that I'm working for and something else. And she was like telling me all about this person that she's been engaging with, you know, during this really rock bottom time in her life, that he's really been there for her, et cetera, et cetera. And then she started to talk about like the patternings that are coming up for him that totally match the the trauma bonding from childhood and, you know, the pattern she's had before. And I think she's 38. And the same way when I used to work with people, I just cut right to the point because I love free will. And I was like, it's going to be really hard for you to walk away from this test because it's your perfect trauma puzzle piece, you're missing trauma puzzle piece, your trauma bond, ask yourself this one thing every time that he engages with you. Would you want this person to be the father of your children? Because I know she wants to have children. And she went, whoa, oh shit. And I'm like, if you were in your twenties and I was working with you in manifestation, I'd be like, run into the fire again, whatever. But I know what your goal is here. I know what you're trying to manifest. Ask yourself that. So I share that to say, like, find your energetic, find that not affirmation. Cause it's way more than that. It's like something you dig down inside of yourself, like your football coach or your whatever coach would tell you to get that extra umph when you're really afraid or you don't have what's left in it to go over the finish line find what that is so that you can use it when the time presents because it's going to present over and over until you manifest your thing. That is such a key piece. And I found this with my manifestations. And even when Daniel's facing his, it's like you unblock, you know, so much in one category. And eventually you're faced with a moment where it's like, are you willing to let this go? Are you willing to like, really be done with this pattern, this sort of dynamic that's been presenting? Like, are you ready to finally move on? And you have to be really honest with yourself and say, am I just doing the bare minimum to try to move past this? Or am I actually taking action that's aligned with the person who doesn't deal with this dynamic anymore, the person who doesn't accept this bad behavior or who doesn't live from lack anymore. Like, where am I still holding on out of fear? You know, kind of going back to that instant magnetism, you're getting pushed on that fear there. So where are you still fearful and playing in that old pattern? And how can you finally say, enough's enough. I don't want this to be my story for the rest of my life. I don't want to play this game out again and again. And now I need to start taking action, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's scary, even though it's new, even though you might feel like an imposter doing it, taking the action that is not in that old trauma loop and is towards the person that you want to be. Oh my gosh, so much change on the other side of that. Beyond, beyond, and backing it up with the subconscious reprogramming and the expanding. That's your manifestation. That's where it lives is on the other side. One last note I wanted to touch on was Amanda's tip. So let's play that. Hello, community. It's Amanda Blair, and I have a tip for you. One of the things I see coming up within my practice right now is a really big focus and concern and almost anxiety around where my clients are in the process and mostly around magic darks. Am I in a magic dark? What is a magic dark? Was that a magic dark? How can I get in a magic dark? 
there's this big focus on it. And that is because they've heard when I'm in a magic dark, my manifestation is close. It's circling me. And of course we want our manifestations. So we want to be in the place where that is close. Here's why I don't find that helpful because you're in this place still when you're really worrying about that. One that tells you you're probably putting some worth out on that manifestation coming in, right? That's why there's all this concern around it coming in and you getting it. If you get that, then you'll know you're worthy or you'll know you'll feel good or you'll finally be proving so-and-so right, whatever it is. So there's some worth there. So one, we know that. Two, it's taking your focus away from what you really can control and what can really help, which is where you are within your worth and your trust muscle. So those are the two things I want you to start to think about. I think the milestones we have within this practice are amazing and hold them lightly. It isn't super important to recognize exactly where you are within this process. If you keep your focus on you, where your worth is, and where your trust muscle is and how much you're trusting yourself, how much you're trusting the universe, how much you're in trust for this process. We often don't need a magic dark if we are already expanded enough for whatever manifestation is there. So for those small material items to come in, we often don't have a magic dark because we'll feel already in our worth about that thing. So you don't even have to have one. So we don't need to hyper-focus on it in order to get our manifestation to come in. Hold that lightly and focus on you, your worth, and building your trust. No matter where you are within the process, that is always going to serve you. That is always going to be the thing that propels you forward. That is always going to be the thing that helps you center yourself back into that foundation and allows you to feel from that very full worth and full deserving place. And a note about our manifestations. Our manifestations are never that far away. Here's why. At our core, our truth is we are whole, we are integrated, we are highest and most magnetic selves. We have the maximum amount of worth. That is who we actually are. And what this work is doing is just pulling away the layers, helping you pull those away so that you can see that. We're not creating that through this work because that would mean that you didn't have it. That would mean that you were broken and you were not because you already have that within you that is already there. So because of that, of course, the manifestations are right there. But if we have a lot of bullshit around us telling us we're not worthy or whatever, then we have to pull that away so we can see that truth, so we can embody that truth more fully. And the more we do that layer through layer, right, we step into that embodiment just that little bit more and then the next one just that little bit more, then those manifestations can come through. So the manifestations aren't something that are super far away, that you have to earn, that you have to work so hard to pull in close. They're there. You just have to remove the reasons why you don't see yourself as you really are, that whole integrated maximum amount of worth, full deservingness, wonderful human. So the more and more you embody that, then you'll see that reflected with the manifestations coming in quicker and quicker, that flow and magnetism state. So again, keep your focus on you, your worth, and 
embodying that already whole integrated self, pulling away the things that are preventing you from seeing that and staying in that deep sense of trust. Hope that helps. Okay, so I really love this tip from Amanda because so many times when people are in the manifestation process, they try to latch on to what step am I on and how soon is it coming through? And one of those steps that people really latch on to is the magic dark. It's like, well, I've expanded, I've unblocked, I'm passing tests, nothing's really coming through, I must be in the magic dark, so my manifestation must be close. And the energetics underneath of it is the rigidity. And Amanda touches on this, but you're choosing the manifestation to signal your worth. That's why there's a dog paddling energy of when's it going to come through. I'm in desperation of it coming through. And it's when you can up level your own worth before the manifestation comes through that it will allow itself to come through. So really taking a look on how you're trying to control and sort of obsess over the step that you're in of the process. What I like so much about both of the tips shared today by coach Heather Whitaker and then Amanda Blair is the energetic beneath both of them is the exact same thing. It's a lack of deservingness or worthiness. It's kind of desperation, especially Amanda's tip. And we've all been there because we really want our manifestation. And so we need something to hold on to, like a timeline or a step that's like, we're so much closer. But when you become a super speed manifester, it has so much more to do with kind of getting back into what I was just talking about, like digging deep into your deservingness root chakra. And I hate to say this because it's not about sexes, it's about energy, that masculine commanding deserving energy. And it's not super egoic either, the energetic around it. It's just, I deserve this. And it's not a fake I'm going to fake tell myself I deserve this through affirmations. It's digging deep down energetically into that space of like, why do I deserve this? What about me is so great that makes me deserve this thing? And I only share that energetic because when we're doing things like trying to attach to like, oh, I'm in the magic dark. So it has to be the next thing. If I just keep saying no, manifestation is so much more of an energetic dance than that. I just luckily had sort of the gift of channeling through steps that get you there. But the more that you can start to lean into, again, a pattern reader or an energetic reader, the faster this all becomes. And again, the quickest way to get there is through looking at your patterns daily through the daily practice or through the work. You know, you have to become a pro at the work in order to start to read the energetics and read the patterns. If you look at anything in commonality with all of our coaches is that they really did the work enough to where they could be versed enough to teach it, own it, come up with their own tips. They understand the energetics so well that they're more of energetic readers and pattern readers. And so... This is a little bit of a tangent to say 
the less that we can focus on, I'm on this step, so I'm close, or I passed this test, so I'm close. Of course, those are awesome anchors to know and understand, and they do mean you're close. The more that you can start to play with that totally deserving, masculine, worthy energy and understanding how that feels for yourself, this is another version of understanding a pattern with yourself. Everyone's feels different. Everyone's looks different. Heather's masculine, worthy, deserving energy looks so different than mine does. They're very separate because they're unique to our essence. So if you can start to understand what that feels like for you, if I were to give mine a description when I'm in that place, it's like being in a realm of nothing can knock me down. I came onto this planet to receive everything that's divinely available to me. And I'm so beyond worth it. Like I'm just trying to give words to how it feels when I'm channeled into that space. So if you can start to figure out that space and harness it when you are in those points of unworthiness, like, oh, I'm at this step. So, you know, it means my manifestation's close. Or if I pass the next test, that energetic is unworthiness. So when you're in that place of dog paddling, if you can actually go, hold up, let me just sink into a little bit of a meditation, like three seconds to tap into what would my true deservingness energy feel like in this moment. It's going to be very different than that. And in fact, it's going to be one that's not worried about a timeline. It's not at all. It's commanding what you're wanting. So that's just a little, very abstract, energetic to start to understand and play with in yourself. So to take an actionable away from that, after you finish this episode, or maybe you stop it right now, just take out your journal or take out your phone. And for like a minute, two minutes, just start to close your eyes, get down into that root chakra, or maybe the most masculine you've ever been. Again, it's not a a sex thing. It's an energy thing. The most masculine, like maybe when you used to play sports is a good way to channel into that. If you've ever been competitive, that's a lot of that energy. (laughs) And what made you competitive, not in the egoic sense, but in the sense of, I can beat this thing. It doesn't have to be a person. It's just like, I can beat this thing. I can get this thing. I can win this thing. That energy is deservingness. And again, it's like, drop the ego around it and all the stories that are coming up of why that could be bad. But this root chakra energy, that is what you need to channel in those moments of dog paddling or of unworthiness or of when you're in that position of aligned action, channeling into that or the thing that you coin, the saying you coin, those are going to help you get out of timelines. And that dance right there, understanding that in any moment that you're faced with in manifestation, when you can channel into that quickly to use it to pass a test or to use it to find an expander or jump off of a cliff, or I don't really want to look at this trauma right now safely, you know, with maybe a professional if needed, but I'm going to use this energy to look at this trauma. That's going to be a driving force 
manifestation where you'll see results a lot quicker. So if I were you, I would take a few minutes to write down, what is this energy like? Or Heather's given this tool many times, make a voice note really quick, just sound it out while you have your eyes closed, while you're thinking about it. Like, what does that energy feel like? Getting into those competitive moments in your life or those moments that you were like, I deserve this. What does that feel like for you, your essence, when you take the ego out of it? And then if you were to give it uh, like verbalize, give it a saying, such as I used to say, like, I'm a queen or <laughs> like mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever my things are. If you can also vocalize that or write that down and have those tools at your dispense next time that a uh, test comes up or a dog paddling moment comes up or I'm giving up because this doesn't work moment comes up and you can channel into that space and then look through that lens, you're going to start to become a very quick manifester with a lot of results. I think that's so good. I It's so funny you say the queen one, because I remember going to a, a Tony Robbins conference years and years ago, and he was like, basically said to name that energy in some way, shape or form. And the one that my mom and I both picked was queen. <laughs> it's probably really common. We like turned to each other. We're like, so what's the name? And we're, I, we're I was like, queen. And she was like, wait, I'm queen. I'm like, okay, fine. We're both queen. It's, it's fine. <laughs> and how funny that he talks about that. I mean, it's, it's goes to show that this universal energy has been around forever. There's nothing new happening here. It's just people channeling and reiterating it in different ways, like putting it together in different ways. So that should also give confidence that it works, like that energy works and understanding that energy about yourself. Because when you're in that place, you're tapping into your true, authentic, whole worthy self. It's just a version of it, but you're tapping into it. Yeah. Two notes I have on this. One, The deservingness energy, sometimes when people feel in really low self-worth, they're like, I can't remember a time I felt deserving or I don't know what that would feel like and that feels so foreign to me. Know that that deservingness, masculine, confident energy is already in you. All you're doing is tapping into it. You don't have to build it. You don't have to create it. It's already there. It's just peeling back everything to go into it. So when you're like, oh, how do I even, this is a fake version of me. No, it's not. It's your true, authentic, deserving self. You just maybe haven't tapped into it in a long time, but it's still there. I love that. And one thing I want to add to that, because that is such a key piece that differs from other manifestation stuff that can trip you up right now. You also don't have to exist in that energy either to manifest often. In fact, I would say I only channel into that when I'm faced with the need to, but I tend to daily manifest and be magnetic and, you know, just live in that magnetic zone because I've done the subconscious work and expansion and trust muscle, to be honest, to exist in that plane most often than not, but not always like now. (laughs) I mean, I'm still in it now. It's just like, I'll have jumbled things that I have to work out. So that's a really key thing. A lot of manifestation stuff out there teaches you like, you know, live in the vortex or be in the vortex, whatever, be in the positive energy. And absolutely, that's not realistic. It's not human nature. And you certainly don't need that to manifest. So knowing how to access it when you need it, especially when a dog paddling moment's coming up, you need to take aligned action, you need to jump through a fear, you need to jump off of a cliff. Those are moments when you're going to channel it, like when the big shiny carrot comes and you're like, 
do I take it? That's a moment when nothing's coming and you're not understanding why and you feel like giving up and it doesn't work for you. Channel into that. Look through the lens and see what like what comes up for you when you're looking through that lens. So I love that you said that because it's not something you have to exist in all the time to manifest. It's not even attainable. And that just sounds like exhausting. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that as sort of our our takeaway exercise of really tapping into that energy, just vision holding for yourself. What does that look like? How do I tap into that? And how do I know that that exists within me to tap into at any point in time? There was so many tips in this episode. So I hope this was helpful for all of you. And then I'm just going to share some of our, we had an Instagram post on this and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes as well, but just four actionable manifestation tips that you can do right now. So say no to anything that is making you feel small. Surround yourself in person with people who see your worth or that people that can be expansive to you, even if they are bridge expanders. Curate your social media so it's expansive, but not triggering and create boundaries and back them up with your reprogramming work. So just four other actionable steps and happy manifesting, everyone. Happy manifesting. Bye guys. Bye everyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I wanted to share one DM that I got that I thought was really motivational for you guys along this challenge. So this person wrote in said, literally before 9am, I did the new unblock DI first thing this morning and a manifestation already came through. I went into it with a wound idea and ended up coming out of it with more clarity around an idea that I picked up that my authentic wants and needs are too much. I then brought in my new belief that no, that's not true and anything I want is possible. Lots of inner child healing came through and reminders to trust the universe. I came out of the DI and literally to the minute, my mom texted me that they found and booked the perfect Airbnb for Thanksgiving with my grandparents, which had been a test and trigger from last week. I'm bringing my dog and none of the ones they picked were dog friendly. So I was obviously feeling very, I need too much vibes. So insanely cool and inspiring and just the jolt I needed. So I want to quickly break down for you guys exactly the energetics of what happened. This person's core wound was that their authentic needs were too much. They took that into the challenge. Now, mind you, they're only in the unblock section, so they can still go through fear, anxiety, other days of the unblock. There's even more layers. But even just one day of doing that unblock DI, one of the tests that were coming up for them during that week, because it was hitting on that core wound, was that... They couldn't find an Airbnb for a family vacation. And what they took away from is, oh, I'm too much. My needs are too much. They went in, unblocked, reminded themselves that they're not too much. They're authentic and who they are. They're safe to be who they are. And they literally came out of the DI and they were able to lock in the perfect Airbnb with ease. And just like we were talking about in the episode, this person stepped through the fear of facing that core wound. Sometimes facing the core wound is how we are stepping through our fears to connect with our manifestation on the other side. It's so, so powerful. It's so healing. And I'm so excited to see what comes through for you guys keep unblocking, keep sharing what's coming up for you guys and help expand others and motivate them to continue to go through the work. I promise you it is worth it. 
and we will see you guys next week. Bye.